So not too long ago, I held this workshop at WPPI where I gave my top 30 creative strategies to get photography clients as fast as possible without paid ads. And it killed it. It sold out. It was incredible. I've been sitting on it for a little while and I've decided to bring it back, to bring it back and to give it directly to you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay anything either. I just want to help you grow your business each day for three days. I'm going to share with you 10 ultra unique creative ways to attract dream clients to your photography business without spending a bunch of money. I'm calling this thing the three day client blitz and it is pure gold for three days. I'm going to give you so many creative ideas to get clients in your business right now. Just go to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash blitz six S I X six figure photography.com forward slash blitz b l i t z i can't wait to give you some incredible ideas hey you are listening to the six figure photography podcast with ben hartley and rachel grime each week, a new episode will air to help you grow your business by winning more bookings, maximizing profits, and breaking through your limiting beliefs. So I don't think Rachel can actually hear the premium beats in the background. And I do this little pause sometimes between my name and hers. And I'm like, do you want me to say my own name? Because there's this little <laughs> sound effect in the audio. It's like this little water drop. So boy. And, uh, and it hits just perfectly. right? In, and so I, as soon as I just wait, I just got to wait for a little boink to hit. And then and I'm like I sweating said, over here. I'm like, does he want me to say my own name? Or I could is he see the terror in your eyes today, Rachel. I was looking at you and you were like, you you stutter almost going for the mic. Like, I'm going to say it. Yeah, you did good. You we, Well, I get nervous because it's happened before. And I'm like, before he said it. So I'm not going to say it. But should I say it? It's like seven thoughts all at once. Yeah, you know, I do that to you at the end of the show, too. You yes, know, when you we do. do the whole, like, be kind to yourself and keep showing up. Like, yes. I'll just let it hang to see who's going to say which part first. Well, I appreciate it. It's a nice little heart attack hey. every single week. I really appreciate it. I like it. I like it. Hey, welcome to the show, everyone. Today, we're going to be talking about four ways to get leads now. This is going to be a four-part series over the next four weeks. And uh, really excited to bring this uh, to y'all. And um, I, th I think this is Very a conversation. Relevant. Very relevant. Very re Everyone wants to know this kind of stuff, right? And everyone's even, mm -hmm. I mean, how many times have you just sat and asked yourself, how can I get leads now? Or, or you were at a conference or a, uh, you took a course or, or uh, some sort of uh, mentorship and you're just like, I need leads right now. Oh, what do I do? How do I do it? Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. and, uh, and so we're going to talk about uh, all of the, the ways to do this. And there's really just four. I've, yeah. I mean, I've been at this, Rachel, for 13 years. I mean, yeah, it's been 13 yeah. years now. And really, there's four. In terms of, like, when we say get leads now, I'm talking, like, um, you want to take an action to muster up to generate new inquiries into the business mm -hmm. ASAP. There's all kinds mm -hmm. of ways to kind of, like, sustainably build a, a business that, like, consistently brings in leads over time, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but that's not what we're talking about today. We're going to talk about some of the fast, right. nitty-gritty ways to go about doing it. And I want you to say something live, Ben, that you said earlier, mm. uh, talking about why isn't there just one? Why? Like, why isn't there just one lead? Before we were on air, you said that, you know, if there was just one way to get leads, everyone would do it. Mm. I get what you're saying. Well, I mean, because there isn't like, it's not like these are also guaranteed. <laughs> so right, it's, there's right. a couple of things. Number one is these all will cost you something. 
a resource. A, a resource, usually to a high degree. And the two key resources that it'll either cost you money or time or a combination of the both. And at the end of your, of your giving up <laughs> of, of the cost, of your monies, of your hard-earned dollars, of the time, of the hours, the result isn't always guaranteed. And mm -hmm. so I think, you know, there's a lot of times there's this idea of, uh, man, I just got to figure out what is the one way to get leads. Or honestly, I think a lot of marketers will pitch you this idea that just this is it. Once you know how to do this, then everything will be fixed. You know, and I, and I see this a lot. I, I, I don't like to throw paid traffic under the bus too often, but the marketers, they just they put this the kick me sign on their back because mm -hmm. because all, I see this more than any other that like Instagram ads, Facebook ads is the like, this is the thing. Mm -hmm. And if you just do this one thing, if you just give it all the money, uh, it will just work. And it is, it is not true. If right. it, it's, it's simply That's not right. true. I mean, it can, by the way, like these are all things that can work, but like it, it's, there's not like, this is the thing that just always does the thing. If it was, everyone would do it and it would all be easy. And then everyone would be a photographer that would all have leads out the, you know, it'd just be great. Everything would be great. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a right way to get leads for your business yes. and what you are willing to sacrifice for them, whether that be time, money or both. So as we work through these over the next four weeks, we're not telling you to do all four of them. We are telling you that there is a way to get leads. You have to figure out and determine what the best way is for the business that you're trying to build. Yes. And not just like um, what will work for you, but even like, um, uh, yeah, you you just have unique strengths. You've got unique gifts, but also you just have unique things that you like. And it turns out that when you do the things that you actually like to do, you tend to get better results because you work harder at it, you work longer at it, and you tend to excel faster. All right. And so um, I think with that, should, should we jump in? Kind of yep. chat about this? So there's four mm -hmm. ways. Um, I feel like we've already kind of uh, mentioned it. And so we'll just jump right into the first one. The first one, first way to get leads right now is that you hand over cash for them. You pay for inquiries. Mm -hmm. You pay for your leads. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's a number of outlets to do that. Um, and so I thought it'd be helpful for us to talk through um, all the ones that we've had experience with. I'm sure there's yeah. other ones that we haven't considered. We haven't, you know, maybe some fringe ways that you can pay for leads. We want to address all the ones that, that we've had some experience with. Talks about pros and cons of these, um, mm. especially, uh, I think importantly, like relevantly, you know, some of these things, they used to work really well at some point in time. Maybe they're not <laughs> in, this, uh, in this year. And so, um, Rachel, how about you kick us off? Like number one is yeah. a way to like pay for inquiries into your business. I think online listings like the knot and wedding wire. I think those are, is wedding wire even a thing anymore? Uh, the knot acquired wedding wire. Okay. That's so now it is merged. It is one thing. It okay. is. Yep. It's a knot. Those wire. listings are really good because they show up a lot in SEO searches. You know, people use them as their own search engines, um, like brides and couples use them as their own search engines. So, and you get your own, um, like associate, like salesperson, so that you can actually negotiate with someone. Like you don't just have to sign up and spend their minimum monthly. You can talk about what you're willing to spend and try to negotiate them down a little bit, which I think is very unique from a paid marketing perspective. 
Yeah. And it's highly, highly relevant, right? Like they're so it's, they have two really powerful things going for them in terms of being a listing. If you're a wedding photographer, the two really powerful things are they're highly authoritative. Like Google views them as a highly authoritative site. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. And number two is uh, they're very niche specific. It's not a general directory listing like Yelp, right? And so Yelp mm-hmm. has is, is, is also you could pay for you know traffic on Yelp or or ads, but with the not if you're a wedding photographer, it is so niche. It has so much authority. As a matter of fact, you know there's this uh, AI out there called Bard that Google uses. And for some of you, you may have a beta, Bard Search. By the time you listen to this, maybe you have the full thing out. Maybe the whole world has been taken over. You know who knows. Uh, but right now I have a beta for Bard search and Bard is inside my search. So whenever I search yeah. now, if I were to search, you know, wedding photographers in Tampa, Florida, Bard is actually first going to give me an AI based result before I see anything organically related to SEO and in, in terms of the traditional SEO sense. Yeah. And, um, and I am consistently seeing it pick up, uh, the knot. Any sort of reference to the not listings, like it's going to, it, it tends to view that as a highly authoritative niche relevant site. And so if, you, if photographers are on the not, I'm seeing them get dished up uh, on Bard a lot more than those who aren't. It's, it's not an mm-hmm. end all, but it's just a, a little trend I'm noticing. That's interesting. Um, you know, have you had any experience? Have you ever ran, have you ever like paid for the not, Rachel? No. Mm-mm. I have. I have a lot of clients who have though. Yeah. And it seems to have a mixed bag of results for people. Yeah. You know, just like all of these will. <laughs> exactly. And one of the big things about the knot. So a, a few things about the knot. Um, one is the knot is not equal through all parts of the country. There are certain locations mm. that the knot excels and gets like better results than others. Kind of like Yelp, actually. Like Yelp is really big over on the West Coast. It's actually not that big in terms mm-hmm. of like for for reviews and search and all that kind of stuff in other parts of the country, Midwest, Ohio. Right. Like we'll, we'll search restaurants and stuff, but we're not searching other um, local services. Service providers. Exactly. Yeah. That much. Okay. It's not like it doesn't happen, but. Um, and so the same thing is true with uh, with the not. Um, you know, there's there's different levels of of listings and i've paid for every single one i've paid for the free mm. <laughs> paid for the free i was on the free mm. paid for the low paid for the medium and i i pulled out all the cash and i paid for the top tier spot which gets ridiculous it's absolutely expensive. ridiculous this is when i had five mm. photographers doing 100 weddings a year I mean, it was actually right. crazy from my from my experience i i recommend you either you either just get your foot in the door and you work with the knot at the lowest level mm-hmm. or you go all in and if you're going all in, you're already making over hundred K a year. Anyhow, right. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, but the middle ground didn't do anything. It, the that middle tier was just kind of like, I feel like I'm at the base level, but I'm just mm-hmm. paying twice as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the experience that I had uh, when I was running with it overall, um, Rachel thumbs up, thumbs down on, on the night. If you were to just like go with a gut check. I think what you said about location is really, really important because if you're in a small area, the not, I think would actually be really beneficial to you because you're not going to pay as much for the top tier in a smaller area. Your competition's going to be less. Like if you're in a place where you're just not that saturated, um, I think you're probably right that even like middling cities are, it's probably hard to break in there with a modest budget. But if you have the big guns to spend, 
then go for it. But I probably, I don't know. It just feels like unless you're willing to invest a lot, it's probably not going to be worth it to you. Yeah, I'm going thumbs down on the not unless you're going to be doing bulk uh, weddings for 3,500 or less. Uh, it's probably not going to be worth your time. As soon as you start breaking out of the $3,500 price point, your consistent bookings, it's it's going to be piddles. And that money and those could people go. aren't going to be searching on the knot. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, yeah. They may, they may not be. They're certainly not maybe buying there. They may be searching around. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say no. I think that money could be better spent. I don't just think I know it could be better spent in other... You know other it could. Directions. I really do. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. really do. Not only that, but just from an ethics standpoint... I've had far too many nightmare uh, interactions with the knots contracts with getting out. I've heard all the horror yeah. stories. It's and hard to get out. Let me tell you, the horror stories are true. And mm-hmm. even for that reason alone, just from a how they run their business standpoint, and I've I've actually had I've sat down with them. I've had conversations with <laughs> with actual like like because they wanted me to come on and be an ambassador. I was like, y'all, I can't. How you want yeah. me to represent? Your unethical ass company when you're doing this to photographers, like how, yeah. like you're you're just sticking them and then you're taking all their money and you're not getting them leads. Anyhow, and they're like, it's fine. Thumbs down, then. Thumbs guys, down. It's decided. <laughs> their their response okay. was that um, the wedding, the the photography industry is such a small sub segment of their of their overall, uh, you know, you know. Um, advertisers advertisers exactly that they just they really don't care <laughs> about photographers cool, great. <laughs> so they don't care about you guys you heard it here first <laughs> that was, that's 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 the word that's the word all right thumbs down so so speaking of thumbs down <laughs> <laughs> speaking of thumbs speaking of thumbs uh thumbtack bark no. what what are some of the other ones out there I think it's I really mean, Thumbtack and Bark are the two big ones. There's a competitor to Thumbtack that I'm not thinking of. Okay, chat. If you if you guys know in the Mass Group watching live, Thumbtack but Bark. Yeah. That is like early days. Like I was on Thumbtack my first six months of business trying to hustle in those streets. And those are not streets that are going to be profitable for you in the long run. <laughs> yeah. However, but let's talk about keywords here. Early days. Because, or, I mean, if you're in the early days, one of the things I do yeah. like about Thumbtack and Bark is you are not on some sort of crazy contract like you are with a knot. You're right. paying per proposal that you're sending to mm-hmm. uh, clients. And so you're not stuck. And listen, if the alternative is you completely sitting on your hands, just like yes. wishing you had a lead, wishing you had a client. I mean, I don't know, play around with, with Thumbtack and Bark early on. Just know that it will pit you against other creatives to bid the lowest amount for the mm-hmm. most value. Like you're going to give the most. It's a race to the bottom. It is. It's <laughs> like, I'll, no, you, this person's going to do it for 500 and they'll give you four hours. I'll give you 10 hours mm-hmm. for only 300. And this ding, 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 you got a client. Like, yeah. so you'll find yourself, you know, competing, lowering prices, increases in what the client's going to get. And you'll get some leads from it. And so I think early on, when you just need a grind, maybe, maybe totally. it's okay. And I will say, now that I'm remembering my, this was literally 10 years ago that I was on Thumbtack. Mm. I had, I got at least two or three leads in those first six months that became returning clients as a family photographer that then just hired me. So especially as a family photographer where there's potential to like take the relationship off that app, mm. You know, it. I do think that there's some credibility there, and the price you're paying is so, so low. 
like it's you're not having to do this huge ad spend. It, they're literally just taking a percentage of whatever job you book, right? Isn't that how it works? Uh, I, you know, I don't. I think ten years ago it was different. Right now, I believe that you're just paying to actually like to communicate Advertise. with the client. No, like a client okay. will say like, hey, I'm interested, but in order to, to like connect with them, you've got to pay for a credit to like reach out to the lead. Yes, and so that's it's like what it $25 is. to respond but it's not essentially. A lot. You know. It's not a lot though. And it, while I joke that it's a race to the bottom, they're also still able to see your work. Like if you have a good website set up where you feel proud and you feel like you're building your value over there, paying 25 bucks for the introduction to them so that you can actually show them the rest of your stuff when you're competing with other people. If you can sell your value better, it's worth it. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't get stuck there for too long because I don't think you're going to get the like highest paying clients Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on thumbtack. Yeah. So when people talk about paid traffic, um, Mm -hmm. let's move to the next one. Like what's the first thing that typically comes to mind for people? Facebook, Instagram, Google ads. Yeah. Let's talk about those for a little bit. Yeah. Let's maybe talk about, I mean, we could talk about them all together. We, you know, one is more of like a search one, one's, you know, social. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's talk about Facebook, Instagram ads uh, for a bit as, as a way. What's your experience? What, you know, even yeah. either your own personal experience or working through your clients. Yeah, I have done very minimal Facebook, Instagram ads, um, and it was not ideal timing. I hired a company who I actually think is pretty good at them, but we were set to go live on March 14th of 2020. And so it got a little convoluted and, you know, it was kind of just, I don't think I gave it a fair run because it wasn't a normal time to be advertising anything, you know, and my personal experience was I broke even probably in the end, like it wasn't wildly profitable for me, but I also think I could have set up a strategy behind it. I did not realize when I signed up to do ads in 2020, how much back end work needed to happen to make those successful. Mm. Like you need an entirely new system. If you're going to run them, you need a place to send people to that is not the main page of your website. Typically it needs to be some type of landing page that has to do with the ad copy that got them there Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. needs to drop them into a funnel that is then going to sell them on something, you know, like it is a very involved process and I was shocked at how much work went into it, but it's pretty brilliant if you can figure it out. So this is when the time and money combo comes into play. Yes. You're not just throwing money at this. You are literally coming up with a secondary business <laughs> if you are going to go down this road, which is wildly effective when it's done correctly. Yeah. But to do it correctly takes a ton of effort. Yeah. And you know what? This this whole episode is called Four Ways to Get Leads Now. And I 100% agree that it not only will require money, but it will also require a ton of time so much that, listen, you, you might get lucky. You you might just run one little ad and you just knock out the park <laughs> and it's so good. And but let's be works. real, Ben, that's probably not going to happen. The, the amount of um, uh, testing and learning and trial and error and what's that called when there's a learning curve? There it is. That is needed to like just... 
yeah. to figure things out. It, it really, in a lot of ways, I think actually removes it from the get leads now kind of side of thing. It has the potential yeah. to, you <laughs> yeah. know, um, but really but if you have tons of money. You could pay someone who's already been through that learning curve to do it for you exactly and explain yep. it to you like you totally can throw money at this for a more instant thing but it still takes some elbow grease yeah you mean, have to know what you're selling to these people I, but so here's the thing though even candidly i i so uh i don't know this is maybe like five years ago i literally paid one of the top I, I won't drop any names. One of the top, like, um, Facebook but you'll ads. you'll text me later. Facebook ad for photographers, <laughs> gurus. You know what I mean? Now, everyone's seen yeah. the ads for them. Facebook ads yeah. for photographers, whatever it is, person out there, right? Paid them a, a, an exorbitant amount of money to then go and to build out a whole ad thing. And, and I give them, then I give them a budget to go and test. And the budget is, mm-hmm. it was thousands, you know, to go In and test. In the thousands, totally. You know? and, 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 and there was zero results. It's absolutely zero. <laughs> the rage, the and rage, the rage right? that would overcome me. You know, I, but it was also like, this is a test. It was a test, right? So, but I, I, the only reason I share that story is because you still, you can hire people who, who like, they really know ads well. Who won't set get all your up. results. And, and it's just like these things, uh, maybe, maybe not, you know? They're so nuanced. And I think that's the most important word to take away when you're thinking about this kind of paid traffic. It is not paying $25 in credit to connect with a person. (laughs) This is like a huge funnel strategy. And if your brain works in data collection and data like analysis, it could be really fun for you, Mm -hmm. genuinely. Um, If your brain doesn't work that way, it's most likely gonna be pretty frustrating because there's a lot of math that goes into this (laughs) when you get into that world. Um, So thumbs up or thumbs down, Ben? Uh, Here's here's what I will say. My stance on Facebook and Instagram ads is I don't like to view them as a, oh shit, I need leads right now strategy. Right. I like to view them as a, my business is doing really well. And I have sustainable inquiries coming in from a lot of places organically, not being, you know, like to say the least. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to scale it up. I right. have some income coming in consistently through mm-hmm. all my other lead traffic. And so I'm now going to take the time to test and to build and to scale the paid traffic sources to build yeah. my business on top of the thing that's already working. So for yeah. me, Facebook and Instagram ads for photographers is a way to scale your business when it's already killing it. Yes. That is it's my like a, take. It's a growth tool, yes. not a like fire starter. Yes. Like the photographers who are wanting, you're listening to this right now, you're killing it on your own. You know, you're knocking out of the park. You're doing your like 20, 30 weddings, you know, at like 5K. You're just, you're just doing really great things, right? And you're like, I want to build an associate team. Great. This may be for you then. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Totally. Okay, the next one you have experience with personally, yes? Oh yeah, I do. I love these things. Trade shows. Trade shows are so fun. And it's and the reason I say I love these things is because like I just love to be with people and to talk mm-hmm. and to interact and and um and to sell in, in in kind of like in that way, in that space of like me and my personality and there's no better way to do it than through a trade show. Like how many of you listening mm-hmm. to this, you, you you say to yourself all the time or you say to other people if I can just connect with someone, like once I get the oh. chance to actually connect with yes. someone on the phone or in a consultation, they book me. So if many photographers say you, that. If that's you, I'm telling you, trade shows may be in line with mm-hmm. with all of your skill sets. Essentially, you're just paying to to 
operate in a small space during a concentrated period of time that's just pouring in all of your target clients. So it's just like yes. anyone who's inter- like that is right into this little window, into this little box, and you get the chance to talk to them. And it's um, like everyone who's Googling behind their computer, blank wedding photographer shows up in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of paying for that traffic <laughs> or putting all the SEO traffic in, just go get a booth. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, trade shows and, and listen, it's not just for wedding photographers. Trade shows are also, and this is why I said trade shows instead of bridal shows. Like trade shows, listen, if you are um, a boudoir photographer, uh, bridal shows are also a great place uh, mm. to set up. If you are a family photographer, to to be at a trade show for like um, like a homes and gardens trade like trade show could be great. There's very specific niche trade shows all over the place, mm-hmm. right? Um, like I'm really into, I don't know if a really into is the right word, but I'm kind of into like, um, O scale model trains, <laughs> like Lionel trains, Magic the Gathering. listen, let me have my weird things. So I'm kind of into like, um, Lionel trains. It's when my dad used to have Lionel trains set up around the Christmas tree every Christmas. Mm-hmm. Right. And like just these old heavy pieces of steel with yeah. like real smoke coming out of them <laughs> Just something about it, it's kind of magical. And, um, and so I've taken my boys to a number of these like very niche, you know, trade shows, but like you could have, uh, like if your target client was that, like you could have some sort of booth set up. I'm not, by the way, I don't have any sort of photographer in mind for a, for a Lionel train show. <laughs> um, but I'm thinking about like, uh, you know, maternity, uh, photographers, like there's trade shows, um, for like baby trade shows, newborns, mm. um, family, or like pets, like if you're a pets. pet photographer, yep. that would be killer yep. to go set up a booth there. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, pet trade shows for sure. So, uh for me, if if you are someone who uh who loves to connect with people, you you would you would bet on yourself in that space. You know, like not saying you have to be outgoing um or like uh extroverted, um but just like connecting with people is meaningful mm-hmm. to you. I think trade shows can be uh, a really big win. The 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 catch is this though. Uh, you have to have a plan. You cannot go to the trade show expecting that the trade show will do all the work and just deliver you people who are ready to book. Mm-hmm. You must have a a whole plan for how you're going to, like, what are you going to say to people when they mm-hmm. walk by? How are you going to, let's say, use the word capture. How are you going to capture that that lead, like to to have them actually fill out a form so you can connect with them further? What What is even mm-hmm. the goal? Is the goal to book them? Or is the goal to just have them fill out a form? Is the goal to schedule a, a follow-up time afterwards? Like, what is the main objective? Like, there's just, um, you, can't, you can't just cross your fingers and hope that it works out. If you do that, it probably won't work out. And then you'll blame trade shows for being like old school. And, you know, my ideal client wasn't there. When in all reality, yeah. you just didn't do the work. Yeah. There needs to be a call to action. Yeah. Just like there is on your website. You need to say, get their number and have a plan to contact them. You know, that kind of thing. I want, I'm curious, Ben, like at a trade show, show there's ven- other vendors besides photographers too, obviously. Mm. Have you ever been able to network well with other vendors that's, while you're there? That's a huge part of it. Yeah. Um, yes, it's a big part of the strategy because like when the trade show's over, like is that, are you going to continue to get leads from from an empty room? Like when the trade show's over, right. is, is that whoever put it on, are they going to keep sending you the lead? No, they're not. But who will? There's other vendors who are there that um, that you can build really meaningful relationships with. Um, one of my strategies with trade shows, 
Uh, I, I go into all of this in book solid in case anyone's like, hey, why do, where, where is all this at? So I go into every little detail, but I never do a trade show alone. I mm. always go into a trade show with, we'll, we'll say like alliances, where mm. I will actually form an alliance, kind of like Dwight <laughs> from yeah. the office. Would you like to, <laughs> Would form, you like an to alliance? form an alliance with me? <laughs> where I'll find, I'll find the vendors that, that, that we, have, uh, we, can, we can collaborate on, and mm. we'll actually choose booths that like support when like across from each other or right next to each other, I'll produce artwork for them, printed artwork to, to show off their, whatever it is that they so do. Smart. They will like, I've done, I've done this with florists, stagers, planners. So florals will then put floor like floral in my booth. So their flowers in my booth, yeah. I will tell everybody who comes to my booth that if they like my flowers, I'll just say like, do you like these flowers? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, then you need to go over yeah. here and I will hand deliver them. I will walk them over to the florist. Right. Hey, this is Jessica. She really liked your flowers yeah. that you had set up in my booth. Uh, her weddings this state like so that type of energy it just it changes the entire Immaculate. game for trade shows yeah so if you're an enneagram three trade shows are your game <laughs> mm, or seven or seven yeah true 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 yeah 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 or seven if you like people if you like chatting chat <laughs> chatting uh or if you don't but you just are you're willing to like you, you that sounds if you better can fake it. <laughs> well or, or like listen here's the one thing that's nice like trade shows they, they do range in cost right and so but like some are very affordable um mm. and again you're just you're you're not getting tied up into like the 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 wedding wire situation where you're just stuck in a contract or the kind of money pit that is Facebook and Instagram ads. Cause it, Facebook and Instagram, it reminds me a lot of gambling. It's a mm -hmm. lot of like, well, maybe just a hundred dollars more, maybe right. just $200 more. Maybe I just should do it for one more month. Right. And so it just keeps, it keeps sucking money from you okay. with a trade show. It's like, all right, it's 500 bucks. Let's go. Mm -hmm. It's a one and done thing. And so if yeah. you, like, if you're like, okay, that feels like more within what I can afford to do right now, it could be a really great thing. Yeah. Um, next Ben questioned me if this was a thing and it is guys, it's a thing. <laughs> I did question. She, I asked her, I was like, Hey, this is what I'm thinking. She sent me this one. I was like, what should you mean by that? Go ahead. <laughs> so local listings, like advertisements. And I was like, like magazines and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, heck yeah. So I live in like a very quaint neighborhood in Denver and we have a local newspaper that gets dropped off like either every other week or every month. I forget the frequency, mm. but there's so much ad space in there and there's not going to be a lot of competition from other people in my little tiny neighborhood. Um, so as a family photographer or I would say seniors too, like yeah. depending on where you live, there are so many cool opportunities to like print something. You could sponsor a local baseball team, you know, and get your logo on the chain lake fence. Like there's a lot of ways to locally get your brand out there. And again, this is not going to work for everybody, but depending on where you're located, buying advertising space in listings or in grocery stores or sponsoring certain things could be a really great way to get your name out there. I've thought about doing that when I was a family photographer with local sports teams, because all of the kids have the logos on their jerseys and their parents are my ideal client. <laughs> so yeah. if they're looking at my logo when they do their yeah, kids laundry, every week, like that's really smart. So I would highly suggest looking into that. I think that is probably the most underrated um, paid marketing resource. Yeah. Especially portraiture, families, babies, yeah. newborn, seniors. seniors. Uh, yeah. What else? 
families, babies, newborn seniors. I mean, you could do weddings. It's just that's a little bit different. I would sponsor like <laughs> a bachelor viewing party at a bar. You know, like I would try to do you need to figure out where your ideal clients are hanging out, where they might not be thinking about photography, but that you could make them start thinking about photography. I donate things to local preschools. Um, I've done that several times. Like I'll donate a photo session to the silent auction and then they convert to a client year over year. So I've done that several times. And, um, if you're getting into school portraits, like being the actual school portrait photographer, that's another really good way of doing it. Looking at silent auctions every year for the private schools around, um, that's yeah, what I was going to so say it was the school, the school portrait. That's the one I was missing. That's the yeah, one you were thinking sports, of. Yeah. yeah. Yep. School and sports. Yeah. So anyway, I think that that's high. It takes a little bit more legwork because you have to reach out to people and it's not necessarily just going to slide into like your awareness. You have to go looking for it, but that's kind of the point. Yeah. Nobody else is going to do that work. This next one's kind of similar, but it's a little bit more like, uh, maybe I'd call this like a similar, but like more guerrilla tactic. And not a lot of people are doing this next one within our industry, within other industries, they certainly are, but paid influencer marketing, paid influencer Mm -hmm. collaboration. And it's probably, it's not a lot happening because it doesn't necessarily make sense for a lot, but I could see this working really well. By the way, paid influencer collaboration is where like you would pay someone to actually be like a brand ambassador, to share your content, to speak about what it is that you do, to, um, you know, invite other people in to work with you. Um, Mm -hmm. And that works really well for seniors. You know, like I think the traditional kind of thought process is like a senior ambassador program where they're like on the, they're on the team, you know, like they're on the Mm -hmm. Rachel Griman team, you know, and and they'll get like a free session, you know, for their work. And, you know, they enroll their friends. And when their friends get their senior portraits taken through you, they get some sort of kickback. It, you know, yeah. it's kind of like that. But, but it's just in a more modern day and age where like you'd literally have them be a paid influencer. And, mm-hmm. and so you'd have to work out the logistics of actually like uh, what it's going to cost to hire them to uh, what the trade is going to be. But it would be a, some combination of good services and potentially money depending on what it is that they're willing to do and, and, uh, and the reach that they have. Yeah. Um, my assistant does dance photography mm-hmm. and that could be another genre where this would work really well. Mm. Like if you pay a dancer and you give them free portraits every year for their portfolio, but then they're advertising you tagging you. And then other studios are seeing this, you know, prominent dancer in their area that uses this photographer. I would be fascinated to see how somebody would make that work with brides or couples. Yeah, like it would be really interesting if you could. Yeah, you know, for me, it, it, it I'm not, it's not that it can't, but the thing that uh, that you can't do with influencer marketing is I can't influence someone to get married, but I can <laughs> influence them to have pictures taken, you know, of their family. Totally, like totally. this year, like you know, it what works I mean? so much more when there's like an expected event, like senior photos or dance photos, like. Yeah. Or school photos, you know, it's just easier that way. And it's such a, especially with seniors, like you, that person is surrounded by like mm-hmm. all of your target clients. Yeah. It's, it's just like immediately in their mm-hmm. network. It's just easy. But sometimes when I think about like where I'm from in Lancaster County, everybody gets married around the same time and Utah photographers, like a lot of Utah people get married around the same time. It could work in groups like that where people have friends and they're all in the same life phase. Mm -hmm. And uh, especially if they're like a really big influencer, 
that's yeah. going to be influencing people of her age. I would just be fascinated to see if someone could make it work. Yeah. I'm not saying it's perfect fit. I just kind of want to see someone try. Yeah. And, you know, I think I think it's a good place. You know, while we're talking about like paid, you know, like paying for collaboration, um, this will lead us into another one of our ways um, but like y- there are paid partnerships with other vendors, right? So yeah, like, totally. you know, for wedding photographers, sometimes you may pay to be a preferred vendor and mm-hmm. that's like a paid collaboration. Um, but we'll get, we'll get into some of the, the vendor partnership kind of stuff here, uh, during, during another week. Yeah. Um, listen, this isn't the end all be all. This isn't the exhaustive list of all of the ways that you could pay for, for lead generation, but it's. I think this is uh this it covers most of it. You know, like there is Yelp and and there's like some other directories. You know that that cross over among some of the other things that we've spoken about. You could pay for mm-hmm. ads on on uh, Pinterest or pay for ads on LinkedIn or, or TikTok. We didn't get into the specifics of any of these things. Those again fall into Facebook, Instagram, that kind of yeah. stuff. So yeah, don't at me. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> or me. I don't have time for that. At Rachel. At Rachel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, podcast listeners, thank you for hanging out with us today. I'd be curious to hear from you. You know, what success have you had with paid traffic? I'd love to hear from you. If you want to come over to the mastermind group, there's 35,000 other photographers there. BenHartley.com forward slash mastermind. BenHartley.com forward slash mastermind. There's actually a live video of this podcast interview that's over there in the group. If you just search the title of it, Four Ways to Get New Leads Now, you'll find it. And I'd love for you to just comment. Let us know. Uh, what paid what paid uh, traffic sources have worked for you for lead generation? I'd love it. What's I'd your thumbs it. up? What's your thumbs down? Yeah, let's go. Give us the tea. Give us all of the tea. Hey, until <laughs> the next episode, keep showing up. And be kind to yourself. Bye now.